Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, and welcome to the Delicious Podcast with me, Jilly Smith. This week in our last podcast of the year, I'm sharing a vegan feast at Michelin starred London restaurant, Pierre Terre, with its owner, David Moore. David tells me how the need to reduce food waste and become much more sustainable in the kitchen has radically changed how he approaches gastronomy and inspired delicious dishes for the increasing number of people who want to see Michelin-sided vegan options on the menu. I had a trigger on vegetarian menus visiting the French Laundry at least oh, it's 20 years ago now with my wife and one of her girlfriends. And of course we were going to have the tasting menu, as everybody does when you go to, you, know, you travel halfway around the world, you're going to have the full tasting menu. But I blurted out at the very last moment, but I'm vegetarian. Not vegan, just vegetarian. And they handled it so brilliantly. They brought me another menu, everything... They weren't scampering back to the kitchen saying, oh, I've got a vegetarian on table 12, like we might do. Yeah. And we'd be saying, give them the sea bass without the sea bass. So, you know, give them the artichokes, yeah. courgettes and aubergines. Um, and we'd have to... Yeah. So I came back and I said, you know, we have to have this every day. We have to have our vegetarian menu printed, ready to go when anybody wants it. Mm. And we have to know what's in there. We didn't do vegan back then, but I do now solidly believe that um, vegetarian... Vegetarianism is here to stay. Mm -hmm. Veganism is a real thing. Mm. People are calling it a fad. Mm. It's not a fad. It's mm. a real, real thing. I mean, it's interesting that you talk about the French Laundry. You know, classic French in California. But California has always been that step ahead. It's been sort of, you know, health conscious, which is always, I always associate vegetarianism with health conscious. But veganism is about planet conscious. Do you see it that way? Yes, I think you're having to have a, a whole set of different principles in life. Someone mentioned to me today about planetism, which is another level of veganism. So we had somebody say that they couldn't eat the, the vegan menu here if they were sitting on leather chairs interesting and and was the chef wearing leather shoes and I thought where does that end no 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 that's, that's I think you know, that's cronyism that's odd it's bizarre and strange and I don't think it's the right thing but veganism is definitely you know, it's, the, it's the younger generation mostly understanding that the planet can't go on the same way if we need a different outcome we have to have a different input uh, and I also think that the chefs are rising to the challenge and making it easier. Every restaurant now in London has a ve vegan option, and we're all working harder on it. We're making it more interesting, and it's good for the chefs as well. It's creativity in a different, um, different creativity in a different vent. Yeah, I mean, I interview a lot of chefs who are doing vegan food who are not necessarily vegan themselves, and certainly weren't hardly, trained in a vegan. Hardly any are. Exactly, but it, 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 they all say the same thing. It makes them more creative. But it doesn't end on the plate, and it isn't just about the creativity of the chefs, is it? It's about the whole business of recycling. It's about food 
waste. And this is what you're really passionate about. Yeah, also just like things like utilities. You know, we leave the taps on so easily, so readily. We don't turn the lights off. We take a meter reading every week and the staff know what our electricity use was in the last week, up and down by, by a percent. Um, so just look, the chefs come in first thing in the morning. They light the solar tops. Every kitchen in the country lights the solar tops the first thing, the first moment they walk in. They don't have to. They leave it an hour. And the burners are burning all, all day. Yeah, 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 they're burning all day. Yeah. Turn it down. So, for instance, even things like on our extract, we had a thing called an inverter fitted so that we could turn our fan speed down. So we're not using, not burning the same amount of electricity every time. That, that was an expensive thing to fit, but I'm sure over like a two-year period, I'll get my money back on it. Yeah. But food waste, you're using waste ingredients as compost to grow more ingredients. So in the kitchen, we try to have, on the fresh produce coming in, absolute zero waste. So for instance, if we're doing, you're having the oyster dish at lunchtime today with the dice of cucumber, Asimachus will have shaved off the skin, and the shaved skins of cucumber will go into the dehydrator, and after three or four weeks he'll have a nice big bag of cucumber powder that he's going to start using on a dish somewhere all of the little trimmings so we we get our suckling pigs in once a week we butcher them down and we'll be freezing the heads and then in six weeks time we'll cook off six little mini pig heads and we make a little pig head terrine out of it i think the vegans might have turned off by that they <laughs> might have turned off stay yes. with us vegans we're getting there go on Ooh, oh. <laughs> um, so we, we have an absolute zero waste in terms of the prep side of things mm, yeah. so then the food that comes back from the plate goes into the recycling bins um, along with any compostable papers uh, all the kitchen blue roll um, all the hand towels from the toilets uh, anything that's compostable can go in that bin and it's collected by Indiology so they come into town in electric vehicles um, and they have a process of recycling everything so they have this churner that breaks everything down even like scallop shells how do they turn scallop shells into compost Mm -hmm. but they do and then then we're actually going to be getting some compost back in one kilo bags with our branding on it to give to customers. So that's going to be that's our Christmas present idea. to all the, all the tables. Fantastic. So that will be compost that has actually... They tell me Michelin-starred compost. Michelin-starred compost. <laughs> they say it's going to be from exactly our own uh, waste. Yeah. So then they also grow vegetables for us using uh, the, uh, the recycled compost. And they bring vegetables in on the, in the electric vehicle in the morning. Uh, with the empty bins so the the empty bins have these little trays in them and we get little flowers that we might be using nasturtiums or courgettes Indiology is working with a number of different restaurants yeah a lot of top London restaurants I know he's working with the Ledbury the Dairy uh, Adam Handling at the Frog um, and I introduced them to my local school as well uh, one of the kids, my, my daughter was asked what does your daddy do about food waste at school and I said, she said to them I think I think he has zero food waste. I've heard him talking about this. So How then old I w- is she? She's eight. Oh, so um, I got approached in the schoolyard the next day, and uh, we had a chat about it. I introduced him, and he started collecting from the school. You know, it's interesting. You've got eleven and eight-year-old girls. How much has that influenced the way that you think about your impact as a restaurateur on the planet? It has to make an impact, and it, you know, <laughs> having the kids is a life-changing moment in your life, and seeing them growing up. Uh, and actually, I'm wanting them to eat meat um, and trying to persuade them to eat meat at the same time. I'm loving it that they uh, sometimes are pushing back at me, Daddy, that they don't want to have that poor little lammy. And I say, fine, that's not a problem. But they have, they have some treats that they really do like. You, you can't ignore it. Their life and their 
palette of food to be so different to what I've had or what their grandparents have had. I mean, so, so different to what grandparents had. Of course. Um, so it's all, it is all changing, and it, and it is a pivotal moment in anyone's life when they have children and they think about what, how they want their children to be brought up and what they're going to eat and how they're going to be nourished. Yeah, and, and I mean, you've, you've said that you don't think that in 10 years' time there's going to be meat on the menus. It's going to take a little bit longer, but I do think you know, in a sort of a 25-year period, we will look back and say, Daddy, did you really eat meat three times a day? In the same way that we think about... Did you smoke on a bus, on a train, on a tube? At that time in life, we didn't think it was that strange or odd to, to be smoking in a car. But it's all changed, and I think that cycle will come with meat. It's interesting, you know, the, this is a top London restaurant. You've always been in top restaurants. Well, I've had 27 years here at Pied Terre, and I'm only a young thing. <laughs> so uh, six years at the Manoir with Raymond, and some training at uh, Le Bellotero in Cannes and the Louis Cannes in Monte Carlo back in the 80s. And the, my first uh, my first tipping my toe in the business was as a student at the Box Tree in Ilkley, which was two-star Michelin at the time. But top London restaurants have almost been last to the game in this sort of veganisation, the more plant-based diet. It's quite unusual usual for me to be sitting here in a Michelin Snard restaurant talking about that kind of prediction. I mean, I, we're solidly on our way and I don't think that we're, we're last to the party. I think we've actually been trailblazers. You know, it's, it's several, in the top restaurants? In the top restaurants, yes. But even in like, you know, your local, I think it's probably, it's going to be more difficult for the local restaurants, your neighbourhood restaurant who is not a vegan based or a vegetarian based restaurant to actually come up with the ingredients and the creativity to give something that is absolutely really tasty. I think it's the gourmet restaurants that are actually pushing this forward. Every gourmet restaurant now has something that vegans are going to be really happy with. Oh, certainly, and you've got the creativity of the chefs. I suppose what I mean by that is your customers are probably the least likely to be demanding the veganisation. I think our customers, generally, the the solid Pied-à-Terre regulars probably a little bit um, yeah they're not really at the party yet but what is interesting is we find we get tables of six or eight a family party and they've got one vegan in the party and they're coming to us and these people may not have been our regular customers um, but because they've got one tricky diner and then it usually turns out there's a couple more tricky diners in that party as well but because we've got the capability to do interesting vegan food they've plumbed for us as the go-to restaurant for that event, be it a 21st birthday or an anniversary. It, it really does it has a big commercial reward. It expands your radar to the customers. Yeah, and you are trailblazing for the top London restaurants. I wonder how are your con- your contemporaries, your co- your colleagues in the in the field, how are they responding to it? Are they are they thinking hmm, we should do it too? I think they all want to now, and it, it feels like it has to be part of the party to be, a, be able to come up with clever, interesting, creative vegan dishes. Um, yeah, everyone is thinking about it. Um, you have to be able to accommodate all your customers, and if you're going to bar a certain section of the public from your restaurant because you're not able to accommodate stupid business. Well, except that, you know, in, in many ways, you know, the reason I'm sitting here talking to you is because of your 
uh, connection with Indiology. The, the, it's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the whole food waste philosophy. Do you pass that information on to your customers? We have a mention of Indiology on our menu, and I'm just thinking how, I actually can't say how prominent it is, but maybe it should be a little bit more prominent. I know, uh, we'll, we'll have a look at our menu. Let's get a menu and see if it's there. We have our manifesto at the back page of the menu. Peter Terry recycles 100% of its food waste in collaboration with Indiology Limited, working with them to deliver fresh vegetables grown on soil made from our recycled food. Yeah, good. It is at the back of the menu. Your customers will tend to be a little bit more conservative shall we could we say that yes um they're coming to you because they're coming out for a treat Mm. i'm wondering about how you feel about communicating that message up front and selling yourself as these trailblazers yeah just as we're speaking now i'm thinking as we're speaking i'm thinking that comment should be maybe on our front page and not our back page and that's something i'm going to change today Thanks for listening to The Delicious Podcast. Next week, it's the Bumper January 2019 podcast with Joanna Lumley on London's largest ever vegan banquet, A Slice of Life with Jasmine Hemsley, and behind the scenes of Slovenian natural wine, Klinic, which is taking London by storm. I'll see you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.